0: Hello, everyone. This is Peter. In the previous podcast, we talked about how a victorious life in Christ looks different from a victorious life in the world. In heaven, we are identified with Christ as co heirs of his eternal kingdom. On earth, we are again identified with Christ, but this time as servants of all. Today, we will explore further the implication of this for our hearts. My kids were at the park with their friends on a play date. I stood on the side chatting with the other dad. Our conversation turned to a lot of very complex issues including gun control, violence in the city, cycles of poverty, and so forth. The conversation was very pessimistic in tone. I was trying to figure out a way to share with him about God and reason with him about our need for God. I inserted a few comments here and there, but left the conversation feeling disappointed. I wondered if there was a better way to share with him our hope in God. That evening, God spoke to me through a dream. A group of us were teaching about reaching out to people and sharing the gospel. As a crowd gathered to listen to us, suddenly the Spirit of God came upon me. My body started trembling as the Spirit filled my inner being. Then, it was as if the Spirit took control of my mouth. And he said this, God doesn't need our minds. He is smarter than us. God doesn't need our strengths. He is stronger than us. Take your heart with you. His heart burns like fire. Let your heart lead. The burning fire of God is what people need. Then I woke up with an intense awareness of God's presence. When I woke up, 1 Corinthians one twenty-five came to mind. It says, For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. In life, we are told to lead with our cleverness, our skills, our wisdom, our charm, our eloquence, our abilities. We use those things to gain influence, applause, or promotion. Through the dream, God was giving me a warning and an invitation. He was saying, I'm not in need of your wisdom. I'm not in need of your strength. I am God. What I want you to do is to display my heart. My heart has the power to transform people's lives. Let your heart lead and display my heart. The message was to lead with my heart and display the heart of God. This can only mean that my heart has to become a reflection of God's heart. My heart must become a mirror of God's heart. The Bible calls this circumcision of the heart. See, circumcision of the heart is the presence of God coming into our inner beings with power through the Spirit to transform our hearts such that our hearts begin to beat like the heart of the Father. Let me say that again. Circumcision of the heart is the presence of God coming into our inner beings with power through the Spirit to transform our hearts such that our hearts begin to beat like the heart of the Father. God circumcises our hearts. He makes our hearts a mirror of His heart. Then He displays His glory and presence through our hearts for others to see. How can our hearts beat like God's heart? How can I love as God loves, see others as God sees, and be moved in my heart for the things that move God's heart? Of course, there isn't just one answer. Each of our journeys will be unique. But apart from God's intervention in our lives, apart from the Spirit of God reaching deep into our inner beings, it is impossible. No amount of wisdom or strength will make it happen. It needs to be a God thing. Ezekiel 36, 25-27 says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. We need God to put his spirit in us and make our hearts like his. God needs to intervene. I remember my freshman year of college. I was struggling a lot with faith. I wondered where God was in my life. I wondered why He felt so distant. During that time, I decided to serve in the homeless ministry at church. Every Sunday, we packed bag lunches, went out to the streets of Boston, and sat with homeless people. We sat there listening to their stories and just being present with them. One time, we decided to host a meal for them at church. We prepared a lot of food and went out to the streets to invite them to the banquet. As I was walking back to the church with one man, I felt a strong thought pierce through my mind. You are being like Jesus. The thought felt like an intervention. I remember thinking, it may be God speaking to me. Back at church, we served lunch and sat with our guests to eat with them. As we were eating, suddenly the spirit took hold of my heart and became acutely aware of each person's pain and each person's value at the same time. The experience was so strong that I began to weep. I couldn't keep it in, so I ran out of the church and wept." In the praise song, Hosanna, there's a line that says, Break my heart for what breaks yours. I love that line. It's a cry out to God to make our hearts like His. It's a cry out to God because it needs to be a God thing. He must do it for us. He must intervene. He must be the one to make our hearts reflect His. And when God moves, I believe we will be overwhelmed by the intensity of His love for us and at the same time, gripped by how His heart is broken. We will see how His heart breaks for all the broken relationships, all the suffering, all the violence and hatred, all the lies and addictions that, that can consume us. His heart breaks for all the pain in our human experience. When our heart beats like God's heart, I think there will be a deep identification with the broken heart of God. The Spirit of God said to me in my dream, God doesn't need our minds. He is smarter than us. God doesn't need our strength. He is stronger than us. What God is looking for in us and in the church is not wisdom or strength. The world and its systems lead by putting on full display its wisdom and strength. It's how one gets ahead in our world. The church must resist all temptations to lead with our wisdom and strength. Instead, I believe the church must lead from the heart of God. I believe we must lead by reflecting His heart of love that is broken for this world. My freshman year outside of that church, I wept and wept. It was as if God was lifting a veil and I got a small peek into His broken heart. What I saw in God's heart broke my heart, too, and I wept. But I believed that I wasn't weeping alone. I believed my tears were an extension of God's tears. Through that experience, I began to discover that our God is a God who weeps with us and through us. That would be the topic of the next, next podcast. May God intervene for us in our day so that our hearts become a reflection of His heart of love that is broken for the world. That's the end of today's podcast. Thank you for listening. God bless.